Good evening. Today is Monday, April 25th, 2022, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's reading um, is, has been chosen by our speaker, Julie E.B. Thank you so much, Julie. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> uh, let's see, make sure I'm on here. Yeah, well, um, uh, I was uh, invited to share after I did a share um, about um, the preface. And so I hope I'm not repeating myself too much to use the preface here tonight. Um, specifically in the preface, um, the uh, very last paragraph of XII. It says, all changes made over the years in the big book, AA's fond nickname for this volume, have had the same purpose, to represent the current membership of Alcoholics Anonymous more accurately and thereby to reach more alcoholics. If you have a drinking problem, we hope you may pause in reading one of the 42 personal stories and think, yes, that happened to me, or more important, yes, I felt like that, or most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me too. So um, as I said, my name is Julie E.B. I'm a compulsive over and under eater. Um, I have many aspects of the, the disease. I've gained and lost over a thousand pounds in my lifetime. Um, I think I would, uh, today's terms, be properly also, you know, have uh, orthorexia, bulimia, certain types of anorexia, compulsive uh, overeating, um, exercise bulimia. Um, anyway, I've, I've uh, had many many aspects of this disease. And uh, I'm only smiling today, not because uh, it's pleasant, but I'm really only smiling today because um, today I'm living um, in recovery and I'm very gratefully recovered for about five years, uh, five years of abstinence, uh, this last one day at a time, uh, this last February uh, and uh, four years living uh, recovered in this program. One of the keys for me in getting there was uh, this paragraph that I came across. Um, I had been going to a different 12-step meeting and on the 20th, I'm gonna try it this way, on the 20th anniversary of my sponsor's abstinence, she invited me to her home group. And on that meeting, it never occurred to me. I went to with her, supported her, went to that meeting she invited me to, it never occurred to me, you know, I was living at over 125 pounds overweight and she'd watched me go up and down and up and down. And, um, I honestly never occurred to me that the meeting was relevant to me. Um, I just did not identify in at that point, even though I was, you know, 10, 12 years old. The first time I looked down, thought I was fat, started, started, um, exercising, running eventually over a hundred miles a week, um, went up, went down, uh, went up, went down, eventually really could only go up. Um, if you ever heard me share, you know, that at one point, um, I was 300 pounds, 42 years old, 10 years ago, I was 400 pounds. I was 300 pounds bed bound. I couldn't leave my bed. Uh, I was screaming, uh, with uh, some spinal issues, 
I had a, a cardiologist, pulmonologist, neurologist. I had an OBGYN surgeon, a spinal surgeon, and a GI surgeon. And I was dying. And uh, in this first 12-step program, you know, it helped me to kind of get out of bed, get a sense of self. But I just, I, I couldn't understand what was going on. And then one day I said to my sponsor, um, uh, I said, uh, what is this abstinence thing? And, uh, she told me, and I, I had dinner with her weekly for, for years at that point. And I'd always watched her order her, uh, salmon dry. And, uh, and I, anyway, we only ate at certain places and, um, yeah, anyway, it's, uh, beautiful. The ministry she did for me in terms of waiting until I was ready, um, certainly sharing much of herself, um, all the time with me, um, uh, but then saving my life. So I start going to this home group and at this home group meeting, um, I started to hear what is written about in the beginning of this preface. Yes, that happened to me. Um, it says, we hope you may pause. And I, I think of in, in one of the 42 personal stories, and think, yes, that happened to me. Well, when people would share and they'd share about bringing food out of the uh, out of the trash or I was stealing $2 soup, I mean, putting my whole family's livelihood, um, I was doing that at work. Um, it's things that I thought really only I had done, you know, and I'd call and I'd say, I did this. And they're like, oh, no, I did that. I was um, the star of, one medically managed program because um, I lost, you know, twice I lost a hundred pounds in less than 20 weeks because I was a very, very sick person. And uh, they all thought I was just, just great. I lost my uterus on one occasion because I skyrocketed my estrogen and fibroid to such an extent. So um, it wasn't until quote phase two of the program when I went off their food that people realized that, um, yeah, wow, something, what do you mean you take off all your clothes, you don't drink or eat on the day you weigh, using diuretics, you're this, that, and the other. So anyways, people started sharing their story, and I realized that I heard my story. Um, underneath it all, um, that the disease centers in my mind, and that I never had peace. I never had comfort and ease. Um, and so, uh, for me, this word pause, as I encountered it, um, I had a sponsor in that meeting um, and she was in and out of the food and she was just doing the best she can, not very available. And I had someone come in that was uh, part of the phone meeting that I take part in uh, most days of the week. And, um, and that person came in and uh, something was different, uh, that bright light. Uh, was there. And um, so anyway, uh, she said, yeah, I could take you through. I want you to have a basic abstinence, a food plan, not of your own making. And um, so anyway, um, we started reading this book and we got to this preface and we got to this last paragraph and it really helped me because I thought what in the world could these uh, honestly guys um, in the thirties have anything to do with me. It's so fun to hear some of your 
principles that you're carrying for in this meeting, I thought I couldn't connect with these people. Um, but then it invited me to pause. And for me, I, I believe that that pause was a moment for my higher power. That pause was a moment to listen, not to what I call my lower power voice, uh, which is a voice that says, you're a piece of crap. You're no good. You're garbage. Um, nobody loves you. You're all alone. And, and to pause and tune in to something, something more hopeful and to listen to other people's stories. And so whether I'm reading the 42 stories in this book or whether I'm reading, uh, listening to shares, individual shares, um, or seeing your faces or making outreach or 10 step calls, um, this is my instructions. Um, this last paragraph on how I can try to identify in. And I have to keep identifying in because Bill's story talks about the disease caught up with me. And um, that's how I feel about my disease. Um, that food can catch up with me, that eating or not eating, you know, I eat to, I eat to numb. I don't eat to control. Um, either one of those things can catch up with me. But as I did this, I, I paused and I thought, oh, that happened to me. And then more important, I felt like that. I, I heard things like the first, first page of Bill's story said the word lonely, um, said that um, you know, I didn't have comfort and ease in the doctor's opinion, that this disease, that the bottle was a symptom, that the disease was in my mind. And I was always spinning, 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 spinning. In fact, I had to go back and make amends to that sponsor for just calling her and just blah, 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 so painful. Um, and then I learned to listen instead of just talk and say, yes, that happened to me. Or more importantly, I felt like that. So, so now when I listen to shares, have I felt that way? Do I feel alone? You know, and I listen to my sponsees and they're you know, oh, it's so hard to call other people. It's so hard to reach out. The disease always wants to tell me, you know, you don't need help. You don't need help. You don't need help. That's my lower power voice. You have to do this yourself. And um, it's 10 minutes left. 10 minutes left. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, so for me, the hope of this little instruction is that as I identify in, as I listen today from where I'm at now, which is constantly growing, and I can say, yes, that happened to me, or I listen, I say, yeah, I felt like that. Well, then I go to most important. Yes, I believe this program can work for me too. So there's a beautiful promise there and a beautiful moment for me of higher power connection of identifying in. Are you at oh, sorry. Sorry. That's okay. I'm really good at, um, I'm really good at um, figuring out how other people are different than me, how they couldn't possibly understand me. Um, and, uh, and here I get invited to say, huh, you know, wow, that happened to me. Wow. I've felt like that. So now when I have a sponsee say, you know, this is hard for me, that is hard for me, this is hard for me, or someone on outreach, I say, well, you know, for me, I don't know about for you, but for me, I felt like that, that this is so hard for me. And then when I read that self-pity, a bitter morass of self-pity surrounded me like quicksand, 
that's, that's what that hard for me feeling is. I just can't do this. And I get in this self-pity and it's like quicksand for me. I can stop moving, but honestly, the only way out for me, um, you know, if you ask someone, how do you get out of quicksand? They'll tell you, you know, the way you get out of quicksand is by stop moving. But of course, all that does is freeze you in the quicksand. And I did my amount of time of doing that with this disease. Um, what I need is a handout. And uh, the, the people uh, that I've encountered, the voices I've encountered, the, the love I've encountered, the acceptance I've encountered, the patience of the sponsees uh, that I've, you know, tried to work this program alongside, um, continue to refresh me in that, that hand out of the quicksand. Um, and so if I can, if I can identify in, which is not always easy every day, um, that happened to me, I felt like that. Then I have that promise. This could work for me too. So maybe it's with a character defect. Maybe it's with, um, you know, this person's spiritually sick like me, you know, oh, they want to be the center of attention. Oh, wait, I want to be the center of attention. Oh, yes, that happened to me. Oh, yes, I felt like that. And then the program begins to work. And I realize I'm no better, and no worse than anyone else. Um, so I'm grateful today um, that I have um, a loving higher power. My lower power voice was very um, negative and condemning. Um, and I'm just grateful today that I have, um, a, uh, higher power voice that is full of acceptance and grace and things that I sometimes had moments of having for other people, but didn't have for myself. And, uh, so today I still have challenges. I still have a lot of difficulty, um, and uh, I still have this disease, um, but today I'm not in it alone. Um, today in the pause, there might be a voice saying, I see you, I know you, I care about you, um, and so um, that's kind of the center of it for me, the bottom of uh, page 27 says, came to the point where there was no middle of the road solution. I could either continue on as best I could blotting out my intolerable situation. I don't know what your situation is. I don't even know where most of you live. Um, but there, everybody has their own intolerable situation. For me, it was a sense that all my nerves were exposed, that I had so much pain all my nerves were on the outside and everything in life was just happening to me, happening to me, happening to me. It's like other people had skin, other people have protection. And I just always felt so exposed. And uh, so I would blot out, it said, blot out my consciousness of this. And I would do that with food. I do it with other people, places and things. Um, I would do it with self-will. And, and the, the beautiful thing, about my higher power is that this is, thank you that this is a choice for me i can continue on blotting out as best i can that's what i did for many years i blotted out as best i could um or it says i can seek spiritual help and uh thankfully today 
Um, there's a lot of times where I'm in routines that help me to seek spiritual help and provide. And I, I have the spiritual help of continuing to be drawn towards food ingredients, um, foods, ingredients, and behaviors that keep the disease from knocking so viciously at my door. So um, I don't have a middle of the road solution. I can either be blotting, 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 and then there's a Grand Canyon, or I can be help, help. I need help. I can't do this myself. Um, so that's kind of um, my story. And uh, I have been blessed to work these steps, the 12 steps uh, in this painstaking way that allowed me to take this more gracious higher power that I came to understand and put it through every time I'm angry, put it through every time I'm scared, put a time every through I'm in guilt and shame. Those used to be the things that powered my whole life. Whenever something hard happened, I would terrify myself. I would use fear. I would get angry. I would try and use anger or I would feel like a loser and I would feel guilt. And I actually thought those things made my life better, you know, perfectionism, striving, <clears throat> but they always boomerang. They always had the opposite effect on me and left me feeling uh, like nothing, which left me feeling very hungry indeed. So, um, so that's, that's uh, my story. And today um, I just have to keep keep working my disease. I will, I, and my program. I, <laughs> I tell people I, I do program about three hours a day and I have full-time job and three kids and a husband and a mom with uh, dementia. And, um, but I still, it's still less time in my day than the amount of time it took and energy to go in and out of the food or to be in a constant uh, brainstorm um, or cleaning up the messes I had made. So um, some people can just work this occasionally for me. Um, <clears throat> I weave it throughout my day um, and uh, I'm willing to be of service to anyone who reaches out. And thanks for letting me share. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much, Julie, for your for sharing your story. Um, there were so many messages that we all probably, I know me, needed to hear and remind. So thank you. Uh, that was wonderful. We will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically um, to the chapter or the step or the reading that we had um, this week. And we ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Um, Kristen, would you please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. Um, if the speaker has asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer as well.
Thank you. Thank you. And I'll pass it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, first, we have Nancy P. Um, Thank you. Hi, <laughs> Nancy P. Recovered in West Newton, Massachusetts. Julie, that was amazing. I mean, just amazing. And um, I just feel like you're just glowing with serenity and joy. And, um, you know, I feel the same way about my life, you know, my little life here that I live in West Newton, Massachusetts. Um, you know, I think the most powerful thing that you said that I heard was in the end, when you talked about all the things that you do and how you don't, you know, you, you, it's so much less time. You know, I also spend quite a lot of time on my program on a daily basis, quite, quite a bit. And, um, you know, today I do it you know, I had several phone calls today and on each one of them in one form or another, I talked about how I need to be talking to other people so that I can stay recovered. And I talked about how much time, not specifically how much time I spend daily, but I say that I spend a lot of time. And what we, you know, what you said that you get out of it and what I get out of it in my own life, it's just, you know, I say this every week, I feel like, but every breath I take is just joyful. And um, right before this meeting, in fact, I had, I had dialed into the meeting, but I was on my phone. And um, I said to the woman that I was talking to, she says, how do you get whatever it is, that, you know, how do you get what you, what you get? And I said, well, I never see what I have until I'm through it, until I'm looking back as to, to use it as experience. I said, but there are those, those odd moments, precious, just unspeakably precious moments where my awareness of what I'm getting and the occurrence of what I'm getting is at the same point. And, um, you know, I got to say that um, today I consider myself, you know, I do my 11th step inventory every single night. And I've been recovered for about four and a half years, almost exactly. And um, for three, for four years, probably of that time, every single night in my that inventory, it said, I, were we afraid? And every single night I would say yes. And I was afraid of one thing or another. And I haven't written down that I've been afraid in months. I mean, a few times there's some mild anxiety, depending on how much news I read about politics. But, you know, for the most part, I've escaped that. And, you know, just like what you said, when I stopped eating, the idea that I could go to 13 meetings a week and spend hours on the phone and sponsor and all that stuff would have been a fantasy, not a, a nightmare and a fantasy. <laughs> and today what I found out was when I put the food down, I found out just how much time I had to spend on, yeah, on these things that um, are so, um, so useful and so wonderful. And with that, I'll pass and thank you again for such an excellent, excellent share. Thank you. Now we have Sherry M. Hi, uh, my name is Sherry M and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. And I just really want to thank you so much, Julie. I've been sitting over here, uh, just love it. I feel like 
feel like I'm in the fourth dimension listening to your share. It was so powerful. God clearly speaking through you. I don't think I can share it without crying because I've been sitting over here thinking that your life was saved. And then I reached out my hand and then you helped save my life. And that's how I became recovered. And I cannot not mention that because I wouldn't be free today if it wasn't about that. And then I was thinking, oh, we get to see each other. And all we did was talk on the phone. This is way before Zoom. And um, just the voice, it was the voice, the voice. And, uh, and then I was looking in the chat and there must be at least three other, uh, you know, so how did I pay that back is I passed on your words to other people and now they're recovered. And then they've got sponsees and they're recovered and they're, they're in the process of getting recovered. And the lineage that's right here on this Zoom is just so powerful, God's work. Uh, the miracles never cease uh, to amaze. And, um, and I always quote this in every single time I share <laughs> or speak at a meeting because people say, what was your surrender? What was that moment when you surrendered? And I cannot not mention it because it resonates today. And I pass it on to everybody who's struggling that calls me. And it was, I hope I'm not embarrassing you by saying this, um, but it was Julie saying to me, basically, has anything you've ever done gotten you recovered? And nobody had ever said it like that before. And it was in that moment that all of the pride and all of the ego of all the different programs and the steps and everything I thought I knew about everything for years and years, it just slow death, killing myself with this disease. I was able to stop and have that moment. And I could not say anything. I couldn't respond any other way, but no. And in that moment, hands up in the air, take it all, just take it all and tell me what to do. And that was my moment of surrender. And, um, and I'm so forever grateful for that and so many other things that you've helped me with over the time that we work together and the words that are still being passed on and quoted every single day. This program is so powerful. And if you're, if you're new or if you're struggling, just, it will happen. I just believe in miracles. And if it could happen for me and it could happen for people on this line, it can happen for you. And God makes the timing of everything so perfect. I couldn't make that surrender happen, but it was the right moment. It was my ear being opened. And it was, it was that moment of allowing something else besides me and the self-will was so great so i i'm forever forever grateful to you and um into this program and to god and i just um i know this is a lot of crosstalk and i normally don't do it to break in the traditions but but i did it and i'm sorry but i had to so thank you thank you now we have um hanny and randy Hi, my name is Hani, compulsive over, recovered compulsive overeater from Miami. Um, also so grateful to be here. And I am part of that Julie lineage of recovery. And, um, you know, I, I've never seen you face to face. And um, I am just so grateful for your recovery. Um, and, you know, following Sherry, I feel like we're going in, in the sequence of... Uh, how we all recovered, but um, it's, it's just such a blessing. And I know like during um, my recovery journey, there was many quotes by 
Julie, and, and words of wisdom that you have said that have been passed along to me. And um, I don't know, it's, it's, it just makes the world seem so small today, you know? Um, but I don't know, I just, I'm curious um, as how, you know, five years into this, how you continue to um, grow uh, in your spirituality and maybe some of your practices, if you don't mind sharing them. No problem. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> I um, So one of my uh, sponsees I was talking to on Sunday was saying, so do my defects ever stop? And, um, you know, a lot of these things that I say, I feel like today they're just from the 11th step where it says, you know, sometimes they're inspiration, sometimes they're absurd ideas. But that's the word that came to my mind when she said that is like, no, because we're not going to stop growing. So it's like, you know, um, sometimes people think that we're going to arrive, like arrive at a perfect weight arrive at a, a settled feeling, arrive somewhere, but always in the big book, it's always beginning, beginning, commencing, commencing, beginning. Um, and so that's what it's like for me. It's my defects. Um, it's the people that my sponsor would call, oh, look, it's another opportunity to learn. <laughs> you know, um, I'm getting audited right now by the IRS. Um, there's a chance right there to grow. Um, and to, um, you know, to, to think about, you know, first question, my husband's like, we're going to jail. And I'm like, I, you know, but, um, you know, and it, it's not that kind of situation, but, um, it's hard for them to believe that I am in a business that loses money because I help people, you know? And so, um, I don't know if I've done my taxes right or not, but I have someone to help me and, there's how I grow, right? So I pause, I talk, something comes up. That's how I grow. So um, that's how, you know, um, my son was just going through something. Um, I thought maybe he was getting into drinking or drugs. Turns out he was getting into tuna. And I, you know, I don't know if he has a little bit of the disease uh, from our side, but every day he was eating three servings of tuna a day, which can lead to mercury poisoning. So there's a chance again to just have gratitude that he's there and that the irritation and the uh, depression and some of the things he was suffering um, were from something that could change. And fortunately he is able to stop eating it as far as I know right now, um, but that's how I grow. So um, in terms of like 11, I do a partner, I do 11 in the morning, I listen to the meetings, I get out of bed, um, I weave, I pause when irritated and doubtful, which for me is many times during the day, humbly remind myself I'm not running the show, asking for the next right step. You know, when I feel disturbed, excited, sad, um, scared, you know, I heard Don C speaking, very important part of my program, and he said he does five to seven 10 steps a day. And, um, and so I don't think of myself as arriving. Um, and again, my consciousness, I tried to blot out my awakeness to my intolerable situation. And I had an intolerable situation at work. You know, I work in a hospital ICU. 
um, until September, and I had a very difficult couple of years, and um, and I finally kind of woke up to how I could have some spiritual help and and move out. So sometimes it's a grind, and sometimes it's a few minutes. So hope that didn't take too much time. Thank you. Now we have Amy B. Thank you so much, Joanna. And thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much for your service this month to this meeting. And thank you, Julie, for a really, really, really wonderful, wonderful presentation tonight. And I want to thank you for choosing the paragraph that you did to speak on and for connecting to it. And then like to hear the shares afterwards. So this paragraph, they, they, the changes made to the book were meant to reflect the current membership and thereby to reach more people. If you have a problem, we hope you pause in reading and get to the most important thing, which is I believe this can work for me too. So like, this is about making this accessible to more people, making them believe that it can work enough to surrender. And then we have evidence. So you pick this paragraph and then we hear, you know, personal testimony, like personal stories, personal stories about how we make this accessible for each other. We put, you, you said, I didn't necessarily identify with somebody who was a man in the thirties and this, but we wrap our own narratives around the instruction manual in order to reach more people. So in doing so, we recognize ourselves, our, our struggles, and then maybe hope. And that's the point. And um, this has been really, really beautiful to be here tonight. And I am incredibly grateful. And uh, thank you, everyone. I pass. Thank you. Now we have Kristen. Hi, I'm Kristen, compulsive overeater. Um, I uh, really loved that. And I loved what you said about the lower power because I'm um, going through the steps again and I'm on step nine and working through my amends, but also, you know, step tenning. And um, I've had some instances come up. One happened today where that lower voice wanted me to go do things that I would have later had to apologize for. And, um, with one of them, I, um, I was like, there is no way on this earth that I'm ever going to make amends to this person. So I'm not going to say what I want to say <laughs> because it just was like, it that, that was just not going to be a thing I'd be willing to do. So I just, so I'm, I'm, I'm learning to hear that lower voice for what it is, which is, um, a, a lie and, um, a disease. And so I love, I love you putting it that way. It's a way for me to, to think about it. So I, I really appreciate it. Appreciate that about your share. I am, um, yeah, something happened with, um, a family member today, um, who made some promises and, hasn't kept them. And, um, I, it's breaking my heart because the promises they made 
we're, we asked only to help this person and she's not able to take the help that's being offered. And it's, it's heartbreaking to see. And, um, I got very upset and, um, was able to communicate that I was upset in a way that was respectful of both my boundaries and hers. And I feel like that's this program really starting to work through me, um, and feel the feelings of disappointment and sadness without having to blot them out either by turning to the food or by turning towards anger and resentment. So, um, I'm feeling it, the miracles working and, um, which is a way different place that I was 45 days ago when I was shoving chocolate into my mouth in an airport. So, uh, this, this program is really working for me. So thank you so much for letting me share. Yeah, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Um, okay, Joanna, we'll just uh, let, um, take a minute to um, turn off the recording and the, the rest of the shares will now will 